but he wore a Metallica shirt one Sunday. And I'm like, I'm cool with this. I get it. I, I don't even think, and yeah. nobody said anything. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. We're not yeah. judging people by what they wear. You know, we're not judging people at all. We should accept anybody who walks yeah. in the door. Yeah. I don't care what they look like. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jake from Tox and Crocs. I got a few people with me today. This is my wife, Shawnee. You've met her before. I need to look at the camera. So this is Stacy and Chris. Dalton and I have talked about them many times before. So we got them on now, finally. And I'm kind of excited to get this going. How's everyone doing? Good. 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 Tired. Good, 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 good. <laughs> so I know everyone's listened to the podcast before, but we were just talking about playing with things now. Um, so, Dalton, I like to start off with the happy and the crappy of the week. So, uh, let's take to the new people. What's your happy and crappy for the week? Uh, I need to think for a minute. Happy and crappy. I don't know if I have a crappy, because I've had a pretty good week. That's good. So, I, I guess my happy would probably be Friday. My boss told me I could go home early. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with going home early. I love, I love that. Yeah. He came in in my office at like 2. He hadn't been in the office all day, and he's like, how's it been? And I'm like, well, it was busy this morning, but it's been quiet the last, you know, couple hours. And he's like, well, if it stays quiet, just go home. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Nice. No complaining. Just so, turn off the open sign or whatever. Be like, no, we're yeah. closed now, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I went home early, so that was nice. That was good. Monsieur Chris? I don't know. I'm just going to go ahead. It's been a pretty neutral week, yeah, honestly. Sometimes it's fairly hard to figure out the happy or crappy. Like the last couple times Don and I recorded, I had no crappy. I was good to go. Yeah. It's like otherwise, it's just always complaining about some stupid thing that happened at my job. <laughs> I think maybe my crappy is something that's going on at work, but I think it's going to resolve itself, so... That's good. Just be patient. That's always good. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid people? Yeah. We'll go with that. That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> it happens. And I think the happy is I'm getting excited about BBS, so... Yeah. That's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good times. So are you going to help with this next week one? With uh, the RISE conference? Maybe. Maybe. I'm definitely going to help. I've signed up for all four days. Yeah, I took Thursday and Friday off to help with that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I might pop in on the weekend and help out because there's some need there, I think. Yeah, I know. I originally took Thursday off, and the doll's like, oh, well, you don't have to be there until 7. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, I'm going to get my vacation back then. <laughs> I'm limited on vacation, so if I can keep that. Yes. Because yeah. I know for Holly's, I'm going to only be there for, what, Wednesday through Friday? Yep. Because of that limited vacation deal. Right. Yeah. I'm kind of excited for that, but I, last I heard, there's still only five kids signed up for the Rise Conference. Oh, oh wow. That's it. So oh. I'm hoping that if we have a bunch of random kids just sign up. Otherwise, those kids, they're like going to be getting steaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're all going to be getting steaks and lots of attention <laughs> from us. No hot dogs and ramen for these kids. We'll get a steak. <laughs> right. Take them over to Texas T-Bound. Right. You guys are getting a royal treatment. <laughs> Got that the best cinnamon sugar butter or whatever oh, that they do. Oh, well, yeah. okay, screw T-Bone, we're going to Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> going where good it is. It's closer. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Well, Miss Shawnee Sue, how about yours? Um, hmm. Mine's been pretty neutral as well. But, let's see, happy? 
happy, happy, joy, joy. Ren Stimpy goes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not putting you on the spot here. Well, not really. I just haven't thought of anything that's particularly one or the other. Um, I guess I'm glad to be here with you guys today. Yay! Yay. Oh, oh, of course. Yesterday, um, my cousins who live down in Kansas City came through. And um, we spent, like, what, two, three hours? It was more like four or five hours. <laughs> it was supposed to be only one or two. <laughs> they stopped through in Aurora, and um, we're at my grandma's house, so I got to catch up with them. Yep. It's always really nice. Yeah, that is nice. Well, yeah. they've got kids, Ronan's age, so they were out running around oh, for a long time. Yeah. And then we went to Spring City today and had a lot of fun. And he's oh, all yeah. worn out, so hoping he'll sleep really good. <laughs> um, crappy? Not a whole lot of crappy. Um, I guess my favorite co-worker has been on vacation the last week. <laughs> so yeah. It's a little bit quieter and more boring, I guess, but it's still fine. <laughs> We were still texting, so it's fine. <laughs> I miss you. Come back. No, it was more like updates on what other people were doing. It was like, so and so found a duck. <laughs> Do you want to tell a story about your duck situation um, so everyone knows? So, well, maybe not because there are some people that might listen to this that work that I work with and who haven't figured it out yet. I doubt that she's gonna be like, oh, uh, you're talking to Kayla, right? Michaela knows. She's oh, well, then who else? I don't know. <laughs> Just tell the duck story. <laughs> okay, so my coworker um, thought it would be really funny to order a bunch of these really tiny little ducks. And um, so she ordered 750 of them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it doesn't really look like that much when you look at it all together. Mm. It's like a bag, like, yay big. Yeah. But they're so By yay small. big, she was saying about 10 inches by 10 inches for people just listening only. Right. right sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, 750 ducks, it seems like it's going to go really, really long ways. But then she started, like, including other coworkers in on it. So, like, each person got, like, 50 ducks or whatever. And it was, like, secretly hiding them all around nice. the office. <laughs> and so people who didn't know about it were like, where are these ducks coming from? Oh, and my gosh. And one person that started collecting a bunch. She had, like, 46 lined up on her desk oh on Thurs- by Thursday. <laughs> And it's just something fun to, like, kind of lift the mood. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's good for morale. And oh, yeah. especially, like, we, she wasn't really thinking about this when she did it, but um, rubber ducky is, like, a sign, not really the sign, but associated with the Mental Health Awareness Month, which oh. is May. Oh. Which would be when that happened. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. It just kind of coincided. That's fun. But, um... There was people that were finding them that assigned that meaning to it. I'm like, yeah, totally. That's great. That's definitely what it's for. <laughs> I think, like, the original thing, like, she was kind of feeling some resentment. So it was, like, just a harmless prank, little mm-hmm. mischief. Uh-huh. Um, and then it was, like, 
like letting go of the resentment, letting it roll off your back like water off a duck. Right. Uh huh. Um, oh. So it's kind of evolved oh. meaning wise, but it's just a fun little thing. That's great. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And since she's on vacation for two weeks, and she gave some to other people to like keep it going while she's out. Oh, nice. I think that'd be fun to do where I work, just hide them in random electrical cabinets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put them, put them in different wiring harnesses, just see. Yeah, there's some from all the really creative places people have put them. <laughs> Number actually, each one, so that way you can keep track. There's actually a guy who found a few, and he was like, I'm going to put my name or like an initial on the bottom of them, so that, if, that way if I find it again, like somebody moved it, re-hit it, then I find it again, I'll be like, ha, I've had this one already. <laughs> That's, <funny. laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, I'm amazed looking at the screen on the laptop here and how huge my head is compared to everybody else. <laughs> Because I'm back f- further than Shawnee here, and my head is still larger than hers. <laughs> well, we've always known that. Yeah. You can put your head on my shoulder, and we'll still be even at the top of my head. Yours. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, giant head. That's funny. Let's follow so is that your, there. Give it your happy crappy then? Yeah, sorry. Um... For me, a happy crappy. Uh, I don't know if I really have much of a crappy besides, you know, my plans had to all get changed from yesterday, and I don't like when my plans get changed. Yeah, you But they were for good out. reasons. So, uh, once I get something set, that's where I like to keep it. I don't know. It's just how I how I am. Just but, a um, mini temper tantrum. <laughs> temper tantrum. I don't like tantrum, but I'll do it. We're seeing family. I haven't seen him forever, so I guess for happy though, I I don't know, man. I'm just uh, doing good at work. Um, staying busy, doing a lot of wiring. That's uh, making like outpacing other people. So I'm enjoying that. Um, your senior family was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta blow my nose. Keep talking to me. <laughs> Not sure what we're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> 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 What's next? <laughs> I think there's a plan. I don't think there is a plan. That's okay. That's okay. There is no plan for topics. That's <laughs> random. That's okay. <laughs> We can probably talk about a lot of random things. <laughs> yep. True. Rowan is here, but it looks like he's asleep on the couch. Did he fall asleep already? Yeah, it looks like it. Oh my god. He's, he's all sprawled out. <laughs> he's passed out. Yeah. He Put looks on. comfortable. Put on Bluey like five minutes ago. He's already asleep. Yeah, I've got no, nothing against Bluey. I'll sit there and watch it with him. Yeah. And laugh my butt off the entire time. So you get the mom look down. Well, oh. Oh, the nice. mom look. They have it down. Nice. That's fine. Well, so everyone's been listening to the podcast here. This is, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, this is a podcast that's meant to show people that us Christian folk, we aren't the, like those you see on TV, you know, the Catholic type people dressed in gold chains and <laughs> purple robes and stuff and doing the whole, I nominate Patros of Dunsecti, whatever. <laughs> This is meant to show people that we are ever like everybody else. So we've got a, I don't know, a smorgasbord of personalities here. Smorgasbord. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know where we're gonna go with this, but y'all kind of know my personality. 
why don't you all tell us about yourselves, Chris and Stacy? Danny, go first. Go ahead. <laughs> you want me to go first? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies first. I should Only be manage. surprised. Well, uh, I'm a computer tech. I do all kinds of stuff with computers and fix people's computers. I work for a small software company here in town and get all the computer questions and run yeah. the screens at church and... Yeah. And I bother you on our game nights at church for help with <laughs> this computer. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> that's okay, I'm used to that. So, that's mostly what I do. I like to read, I like to play video games, I like to play board games and role playing games. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you introduced, you two introduced us to role playing games, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Got my own dice. Yeah. Never thought I'd ever do that, but they do. <laughs> Welcome aboard. You even said you wanted to get like a, a, <laughs> like a little costume going. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, 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 I'm a dwarf ranger, so I wanted to get a whole setup and walk in there on my knees and all in character. <laughs> <laughs> I got the beard, just need a, need the hood and stuff. <laughs> I think it would be really hard for me to shrink three feet, so... (laughs) (laughs) It'd be funny to see you try. (laughs) It's just a trick camera there. Yeah, Yeah. camera angles. Right. Work those camera angles. Just sit on your knees the whole time so your head's, like, just barely (laughs) above the table. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It'll exist to roll the dice. (laughs) (laughs) What a rule, guys! (laughs) Is that a seven? <laughs> By the way, I'm in a squeaky chair, so I apologize to anyone for that. Jeez. I'm always in the squeaky one, though. You know, Dalton and I are recording. I was always in the squeaky chair. So. Just keeping that tradition going. You just, you just do it on purpose? <laughs> Maybe. It might seem that way to some people. I'm making my squeaky chair. <laughs> Looks comfortable. Right. <laughs> oh, it squeaks even better. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. So I'll circle back around. Uh, I'm Chris. Uh, I'm a jack of all trades. I do a lot of things. I help with kids' church, run a lot of RPGs, board games, video games. There's a lot of things I do. So. Yeah, he does the Wednesday night children's ministry stuff with us. So we have a lot of fun. Do a lot of dancing, being chased by children with cups of water. Yes. Chasing kickballs everywhere. Yeah. I'm pretty sure most of those kickballs were kicked out of bounds on purpose. On purpose. (laughs) Can confirm. Yes. (laughs) Can confirm. It's good for us. We get our steps. Yeah. (laughs) Otherwise, what would we do for exercise? Nothing that fun. Well, it's true. <laughs> do what I do and walk in place for an hour and a half. <laughs> do what you gotta do to get your steps in. Yep. Luckily for me, I'm walking everywhere all the time. Not me. I'm sitting on my behind all day. I do have a standing desk, but that doesn't make you go anywhere. Right? Yeah. I started standing at my desk and walking when I'm like waiting for stuff to happen on computers. And yeah. I just stand and walk in place. And my boss walked in one day and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to get my steps. And he started laughing at me. <laughs> so now if he catches me doing that, he'll just like shake his head and laugh. And <laughs> 
I've seen that they got like little uh, bicycle type things you can get at desks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. if you're sitting. Um, I would like to, whenever I have my home office complete, I, w- I have a desk that raises up for it, and I'd like one of those like treadmills. <laughs> Vampire's calling. Hello. Well, I have an alarm going off right now. <laughs> be watering the garden. I don't know what it's for. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly have no idea. Random it's not even too. set up on my alarm. I don't know where it came from. That's funny. It's weird. Randomalarm.com <laughs> Randomalarm.com will randomly alarm everybody around you. Yay! It was <laughs> on my calendar. I don't, I don't know where it came from. Whatever. Maybe Dalton got in your phone and set it up. I didn't see him today, so it wouldn't have been that. Well, maybe he did a while back. That'd be he could have. Drink. Could have. I could see him do that. That would be awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Set it up for a random time. I should have some people's computers at work, so nobody likes to log out or lock their laptop in the oh, walk away. I do all the time, because we used to screw with each other when I worked at the that's a big other factory. Yeah. Yeah, when I worked at the other factory in Columbus, I'd go put Red and Stimpy for people's backgrounds and that stuff. nice. That's just the grossest backgrounds those two are. <laughs> Huh? (laughs) I'm trying to think of where we go. Um, did you want to ask questions about like testimonials or? (laughs) Wow, you want to go deep here? Tell us your life-changing events. (laughs) Not if you don't want to share your testimony. What brought you to abundant life? Oh, wow. (laughs) We moved to Grand Island. We moved to Grand Island, and we were going to... I, we can call it a sister church to Abundant Life. Yeah. There's a sister church in our plot that we're going to called Harvest Christian. Oh, cool. And we're like, hey, we're going to move Grand Island. Is there, or, yeah, we're going to move Grand Island. Is there, you know, a church similar? And one of the pastors was like, yeah, Abundant Life's pretty close. We deal with them. And thank God. We walked in. That's, yeah. You know, and we were like, we're sense. home. Yeah. Yeah. That's our, kind of our story, too. Well, not switching from one to the other, but like walking in and like, okay, we're here. Yeah. So are we talking about testimonies? We can if we want. Because I don't think I've ever heard yours. I was... And here we are. <laughs> we'll see. I would have been... Seven or eight, I think, when I got saved. I was going to a Southern Baptist church, and my brother and sister and I were all in the same kids' class. My brother's two years younger than me, my sister's four years younger than me. And they walked us through the plan of salvation, and we all accepted Christ at the same time. And then they took us in to talk to the pastor, and then we... uh, went through that together and prayed at the same time and then went through and had our baptism together. Wow. Yeah. Cool. All at the same time. But I was I was pretty little. I don't remember exactly how old I was. But yeah, I was pretty pretty little. Yeah. <laughs> That's neat. That's awesome. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever have like a time in your life where you kinda like strayed? Oh from yeah. The yeah. Oh no the, I did. The church that we were going to at the time, um, where the one where I was saved we went through a transition where our pastor retired because he was like 70, I think. He was, he'd been at the church for a long time. And we got this new pastor. The old pastor, he was not a good preacher. He was a wonderful pastor, but not a good preacher. Mm-hmm. So 
like people in the congregation would fall asleep while he was preaching. Even his, his wife would fall asleep. We got a new pastor who came in and preached and we voted him in. Um, and he could preach wonderful, but he was not a good person. He, um, lied uh, to our family, about our family. He, um, we were cleaning the church, my family cleaned the church, and we we would have done it for free, but they wanted to pay us. And he told my... Careful, kitty. <laughs> he told uh, my mom or my dad that uh, he didn't, they didn't want people who went to the church cleaning it. And we were told by somebody else something totally different. And um, they were just trying to get rid of people. Later, um, that pastor embezzled a bunch of money from the church and disappeared. So uh, that happened when I was in my teens. And so therefore, a good maybe 10 years, I think, we were out of church. Well, maybe it wasn't that long. Maybe it's like six, but then when I was in my early twenties, we went to another church, and uh, it was another Baptist church. It was, our neighbor invited us to it, and uh, we started going to that church. And actually, because we started going to that church, is why I met Chris. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. because uh, the pastor at that church, his um, his wife and him, they both worked at uh, a school, a Christian school, a private Christian school that was in the area, and they asked us to... Hi, Lilith. Hi, Lilith. There's a kitty that just jumped up here. <laughs> See her on YouTube. <laughs> uh, so he asked my brother and sister and I if we wanted a job cleaning the school. So we started cleaning the school, which ultimately led to me teaching preschool at the school for a while in addition to the cleaning and I met his aunt through that his aunt was a teacher Mm -hmm. at the school and then she um, asked me to email him not because she was trying to set us up (laughs) and if it was anybody else I would have just been like no absolutely not you know but Delon she's not a good liar (laughs) she's not good at bluffing or anything like that so I knew she was like her intentions were completely pure she's like my nephew Chris he's going through a hard time he needs a friend you guys are a lot alike I think you guys would be good friends I'm like okay I'll email him we'll see what happens and he even asked me out before I was ready and told him no I turned him down (laughs) 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 so so yeah Yeah. So this guy's being ready before the limit. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) there are a lot of crazy people in this world. (laughs) Gotta be sure. (laughs) Yep. So, but I did. I was out of church for a while, and then we, when we first moved to Grand Island, we were going through some things. His his dad died. His brother died within eighteen months of each other. Yeah. So we we stepped away for a few years too, um, and of being regular attenders at Abundant Life because we were just going through so much. Mm-hmm. So. 
you. Yep. Do you want to elaborate now since you asked the question, Shani? <laughs> Testimonial stuff? Yeah, I heard Chris's testimony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said anything yet. I'm good for this. Uh, when I was growing up, we went to the church that was in our town that we grew, I grew up in. It was a small town. And it was a Lutheran church, if I remember right. Anyway, we went to a new church. And first day, I, I had an older brother at the time. He's four years older than me. And I only had one sibling. So we went to this children's church, just the two of us. And there was probably 30 kids in there and like two or three pastors and a bunch of helpers. But we get in there, we're sitting around with a bunch of other kids and they bring this girl down this, cause it was downstairs, the kids room was downstairs in this building. They bring this girl in and her right foot, her right leg was about a foot shorter than her left. So she couldn't walk, you know, they basically uh-huh. had to assist her in. So they bring her in and they sit her down and the pastor at the time was a female and she begins to explain that, you know, you, through the power that God has given us, you can do miracles and you're going to see a miracle today. Now, I don't know exactly how old I was, but I was old enough to understand how science worked enough mm-hmm. and smoke and mirrors. You know, I'd seen enough TV and read enough of different things to understand that, you know, with smoke and mirrors, you can make anything look cool. So they had this chick and they, this kid, and sorry, I shouldn't call her a chick, she's little. <laughs> they had her lay down in this chair and uh, I'll never forget this. She was laying down in the chair and the pastor was holding her two legs and she started praying and we watched her right leg extend miraculously. Now, in being unsaved and not knowing the difference, I started looking around, walking around the entire place trying to see, okay, where's smoke and mirrors? How are they doing this magical thing that, you know, looks mm-hmm. so amazing? And there wasn't, it was a true miracle. Wow. Yeah. So life changing. Yeah. We saw a video not long ago. I think it was, I saw it again, it popped up in my timeline. It was, uh, I think, in Africa. This gal's upper arm was, like, totally crushed and in a ball. Like, the entire crowd just praying over her. There had been some kind of revival thing. They were just, like, kind of going crazy with it. You could just watch her arm extend out. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. So. I think something like that could happen for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I watched watched that lady get extended out. Normally she stood up and walked, which she hadn't done as far as I know ever. So just life-changing. And from then on, we went to that church until it closed, I don't know, maybe five or six years. I'm surprised to hear that came from a Lutheran church, to be honest. Well, I was going to a Lutheran church, but this was a evangelical church. Oh, okay. We switched. Yeah. So that was a big change for us. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so yeah. I've never heard anything like oh, no. a pastor talk like that at a Lutheran no. church. They're more Catholic than anything. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I've heard Some them called, uh, yeah, I've heard mm-hmm. called lazy Catholics, which I kind of agree with that one. <laughs> lazy Catholics. <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> but no, that's amazing. I was, yeah, was going to blow me away and said, yeah, I was at a Lutheran church. And <laughs> yeah, that's that's my testimonial. Is it your grandparents go to evangelical church? Where do they go to? You mean my grandpa? Yeah. Um, they're Seventh Day Adventists. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Don't they used to go to evangelical? One? I don't think so. I wonder who I knew that did. Oh. Well. <laughs> Seventh Day Adventists are no bacon, right? 
Yeah, they don't do the pork stuff. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Even though you go to Axe, it says it's okay. I'm just saying. I'm for anyone out there, all food is okay. I'm going to derail. I have a friend that I met in Lincoln when I first moved there. I hung out with him. We went to places. He had hamburgers all the time with bacon and stuff, right? Yeah. I go to his parents' house because that's where he was at at the time. And they, they serve us food. They're like, hey, stay for us. You know, and sure, whatever. I get this hamburger they serve me, and I'm like, this is not bacon. You know, to my mind, I didn't yeah. say it out loud. I took a bite, and I'm like, what? And I'm, I'm like, this is interesting bacon. Listen, they're like, oh, it's turkey bacon. And I look at my friend Nate, and I'm like, dude. <laughs> and then he's later, he's like, yeah, my parents don't know you bacon. Don't sh-. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> turkey bacon before and I do enjoy it as long as I know that that's what it is yeah yeah <laughs> it's a expecting. surprise yes yeah yeah <laughs> you're like what's this big bacon I don't know no, I want <laughs> bacon I want real bacon right <laughs> you don't want fake bacon no <laughs> fake it gotta be good stuff <laughs> sorry I'm an axe right now I'm gonna I'm pull it up find it yes did you highlight Okay, so, it? yeah, yeah, it's highlighted, right? Oh, look at that. <laughs> of course I highlighted things. So, uh, I want to go to the whole deal on Acts. It's in Acts chapter 10 where they basically say all food is okay. It's Peter's having a vision from God at the time. It's where he's telling him, you know, talking about Cornelius and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I uh, go to verse 11. He saw the sky open. This is about out of the NLT, by the way. I'm, I just always refer reference to NLT. It's way easier to understand. He saw the sky open and something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners. In the sheet were all sorts of animals, reptiles, and birds. Then a voice said to him, Get up, Peter, kill, and eat them. No, Lord, Peter declared, I have never eaten anything that our Jewish laws have declared impure and unclean. But the voice spoke again, Do not call something unclean if God has made it clean. Mm -hmm. The same vision repeated three times, and the sheet suddenly pulled up to heaven. So everything that was unclean and impure was made clean by the death of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So all food is clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to put that there. <laughs> there you go. It's probably one of my favorite chapters in Acts, Acts chapter 10. So you can eat shrimp and bacon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and we could have mixed clothing. I mean, where you can't, when before it was like you couldn't mix cotton with other things. Right. You could do that now. Everything had to be kosher. Yes. Yeah. Out of all the amazing things that Jesus did, thank you for these little small things. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you for, for, thank you for getting us out of the old covenant into the new covenant. Yes. yes. That would have been a horrible life. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they did all that back lots then. Lots and lots of rules. Yeah. It's a different time. There was like, what, a total of 700 some different commandments in the Old Testament that yeah, fell under the old, mm-hmm. old covenant. Yeah. It's nuts. A lot of rules. Yeah. Different time. There are some times that I'm kind of like, can we get a new set of rules for today? <laughs> well, they're all in the New Testament. Yeah. No, I mean like updated. I think the New Testament was all applied. <laughs> well, yeah. To be honest, I'm not like saying one that's of the greatest not applied, one. But yeah. I am saying that there's a lot of things in alive and in today. Yeah. Like in 2022, 23, <laughs> whatever year it is. <laughs> like there's a lot of new stuff that wasn't around that 2,000 years ago. Yeah, but the Ten Commandments still technically applies uh, to all that. Of course. Yeah. Right. I can't remember which one it was that Jesus never repeated. There was one that he never said. One of the, uh, the Yeah, the original ten. Oh. He never he never said. Yeah. Now I'm curious and I have to go to Dr. Google. There is one that wasn't repeated and I don't remember 
Which commandment did Jesus not repeat? It's not parent. It's not honor your mother or father, because he talked about that. I don't remember. Like, he he basically didn't say the one, but then he added in his final commandment was love one another as I have loved you. Mm -hmm. But which one did he get rid of? Or did he just not mention? There's one that he didn't mention. But I don't remember. Oh, wow. That's a whole, like... That's a... It's a PDF thing right there. University right? of Massachusetts. Oh, <laughs> article. Somebody's writing their doctorate on that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a whole lot of things that aren't related to what it is. I'll have to look that up later. But I do know there was one he left out, and I can't remember which one it was. And that's bothering me. <laughs> Now you're going to fixate. Yeah, I'm going to sit at work and just listen to the whole New Testament again. So I'm doing that already. Because it's like I, I asked Dalmo we need to study for the RISE conference. And mm. he was contacting whomever it is that's supposed to help speak or whatnot. And I haven't received anything back. We're going to have to message him again. You can jump on the laptop. Oh, Hello. Yes. Welcome skillful. <laughs> Cats are ninjas. Yeah. It's true. She usually tries not to step on computers. Aria will come sit on the computer. <laughs> Do you have like a mini computer for her? We have the, a, a little nook. It's a little square box that's in mm-hmm. there that he uses. It's on the coffee table. She'll sit on that and sleep. Oh, she loves to sit on that. She'll sleep sitting up on warm, that. So she's like, oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, she loves that. And then she'll just chill. Well, I've just seen where some people like who have problems with their cats trying to interrupt them while they're working, they have like mini laptops or whatever mm-hmm. for the cat. <laughs> <laughs> and they will leave their laptop on because they have their own. I don't oh, know what it is. Funny. If it's still... just like specific cats that do that, but that's kind of funny. Have that red laptop? Oh, probably. We can just plug it, it in. Plug it in. Turn it on. Turn it on. She probably just chill on that. There you go. It's a laptop. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Something to try. You have to try that. Yeah. That's funny. That's, that's very. I think you still have that many. I used to use it for work for oh. on-site calls. It was a old Windows XP laptop. It was one of those little tiny laptops mm-hmm. that my mom had, and she broke the hard drive in it. It had a splatter drive, and she like this one has. Yeah, and she left it on, and she left it in her bag, and it ruined the hard drive. And she sent it to me. She lives in Kansas City, and I sent she sent it to me, and I got it, and I'm like, oh yeah, the hard drive's toast. So I put a an SSD drive in there, upgraded the memory, and it worked okay. It had Windows. I think I upgraded it to Windows Seven. Yeah, I think I upgraded it to Windows 7 and used it for a while, but then it was just really slow. So, yeah, <laughs> I stopped using it for work. <laughs> so well, we might still have it. Shawty, what's yours? My testimony? Um, well, we went to church, uh, the First Christian Church in Aurora, for as long as I can remember. My parents were deacons. Um so it was just the normal thing to do. And then we got this one pastor, Pastor Sam Fox. Um, Is that the guy that married us? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you officiated. Um, and I don't know, something about the way that he um, preached and just made that personal connection, like outside of just the service. He really genuinely cared, and it made me really want to dive in more. And so I went through a whole confirmation class with him and um, got baptized at the end. 
And I, I don't know. It was just something about that person really inspired me to want to dig deeper and mm-hmm. get closer. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Makes sense. When we went to the the Second Baptist Church, uh, Metropolitan Southern Baptist Church in Kansas City, Kansas, the pastor there, he... Um, shepherded us more than we had been at the other right. church. Yeah. We took, we did um, a Bible study that was like an in-depth Bible study that you had like seven days worth of homework and oh, we had to journal and all kinds of stuff. It was called the mind of Christ. We went through that. We went through experiencing God. We went through um, a program that's called Share, Share Jesus Without Fear and it's like a witnessing oh, yeah. kind of uh Thing. That one was a little bit lighter, mm-hmm. but it gave you different ways to interact with people and yeah. and to witness. Right. So we went through a bunch of stuff like that. So yeah, I totally understand exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, it's amazing how like somebody can come into your life and make such a huge impact and then just like gracefully exit. Yeah. <laughs> because um, he was only with our church for a handful of years, mm-hmm. and then um, he moved to Kansas and. Um, I didn't really hear from him a whole lot. Uh-huh. I did contact him when um, we were planning our wedding. I was like, hey, you, me- you meant a lot to me when I was going through my confirmation and everything. Mm-hmm. Would you mind coming back up and officiating our marriage? Mm-hmm. So he came up, and that was the last time I've seen him. Mm-hmm. But um, it really meant a lot to have somebody who was that important to me at such a pivotal time in my life to come back and officiate. Um, but then... So I got involved in something called a um, travel camp, which is basically um, like a 10 or 11 day experience where you're just with a group of 50 other teens on a bus and you've got tents and you go from like one national park to another, set up camp and do all of the traveling things. And then you've got like your small groups every night you meet and you mm-hmm. pray and you go mm-hmm. through whatever the um the chapters are that you're focusing on for that few days and then there's like a group worship around the campfire and it was just like a really amazing experience we went to yellowstone one year and we went to yeah i was jealous of all the places you went we went to the grand canyon the next year and then we went to alberta canada um wow and it was just like a really amazing like annual experience there for a few years that um, just being in contact with that many other teenagers that were like really into their faith mm-hmm. meant so much, but it was something that I didn't have during the rest of the year mm-hmm. because going to the church that I did, we had very, very few youth. Oh, it was like yeah. me and my sister and maybe two others. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't used to that big community and it was really cool to have that many other people, like-minded people. Yeah, absolutely. But it wasn't my normal. So when I went to college and I wasn't looking forward to those annual trips anymore, um, I never even considered like mission trips or anything, which hopefully would have given me a similar experience, but better, right. you know, because you're helping people. Um, but we kind of, or at least I kind of like strayed away mm-hmm. from my faith. I didn't attend church for several years after graduating high school mm-hmm. and then um, when we got married and I finished college and we moved to Aurora and we decided that we wanted to have kids um, 
I was like, hey, this is something that we really need to come back to the church. We should find a church here mm -hmm. locally. And um, so we started at the Methodist Church in Aurora. It's a great church, lots of really good people. Mm -hmm. But it just didn't feel like the right place for us. Mm -hmm. So we, and then when Ronan was a baby, it's just very hard to motivate yourself <laughs> when you're that sleep deprived um, to get there and be consistent. And so we kind of fell out of it again. And it was like your weekends were your sacred space where it's like, this is the only time we have at home to get anything done because you're in that phase of life where you're just so busy all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but when Ronan was five, he he started asking questions, and it was amazing. So I was like, okay, now we really need to find a church. And yeah. the first one that we walked back into was Abundant Life, and it has been amazing. The community mm -hmm. that we found here, and we feel so accepted, and it's just been awesome, and I don't see us leaving. So The people are so nice. Right. The, the example I like to give on how people don't really judge at our church is last year there was a person with a Sturgis shirt on, and I'm pretty sure the gal was mostly naked on the Sturgis shirt. Nobody, Nobody. said anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you walk into many other churches, and that person's going to get kicked out. Yeah. No. Yeah. Did not see that here. Given very judgmental looks. Yeah. I like I like that we have a, a teenager who plays guitar. I'm not going to say any names, but he wore a Metallica shirt one Sunday. And I'm like, I'm cool with this. I get it. I, I don't have anything. And yeah. nobody said anything. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. We're not yeah. judging people by what they wear. You know, we're not judging people at all. We should accept anybody who walks yeah. in the door. Yeah. I don't care what they look like. Yeah. That's what they're wearing. That's been a problem in other churches. Yeah, that absolutely. Right. Just look at who all the Apostles and disciples were. Yeah, they were chosen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of them were the perfect-looking person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I found uh, which one he left out. It is the keep the Sabbath. Oh, that's oh, right. I, uh, I got to think right. about that while you were talking, Sean. I was listening, I promise, but <laughs> I, you know how my brain works. So I was thinking about that. I think part of the reason he didn't say that was because people were using that as an excuse not to do anything at all, mm -hmm. including help other wow. people. And how many times did Jesus on the Sabbath heal mm -hmm. other people and help oh, yeah. them? That's and then right. he'd be like, what, you think that you can't heal someone and make their lives better on the Sabbath just because it's the Sabbath? So I think maybe that's the reason he left because yeah. people were just using it as an excuse. It makes sense. That and I think we're not supposed to just worship God on the Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to constantly yep. be worshiping God and the way that the Jewish people did it before, at least from what I understand of scripture, is that it was mostly the Sabbath. I mean, they yeah. had their prayers and they had their little traditions and their routines that were daily, but it was, the Sabbath was the big show. Right. Yeah, it yeah. got to a point where it was more like methodical and not actual mm -hmm. worship anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know how many times you go through the Bible and God is just plain old pissed off at them. Well, and it's, it's interesting going into certain um, denominations, how that's kind of repeated, yeah. uh, where it is just Sunday is the only day. Yeah. And it's rote. It's, yeah, it's, it's the same thing every time. And, yeah. 
the yeah. Catholic Church is very much that way. I don't know yeah. if any of you have attended Catholic services. Uh, I was at a Catholic wedding. I've been to one service, and it's just, it seems very not right to me, especially when I talk to people that are Catholic to see what they do. It's like, you're praying to multiple beings here. That's not allowed, for one. Mm-hmm. You don't pray to Mary. You don't pray to the angels. It's That's not allowed. It's not supposed to happen. There's just things that they're doing, and I'd pull up the Bible and be like, well, it says, does, that's not anywhere in here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we listen. What Don and I did that podcast with the guys in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. the Help My Belief guys, and uh, I love their podcast. If you guys haven't listened to it, I'd highly recommend listening to it. It's on my list, but I haven't listened to it yet. Yep. They, got, they get a lot of witches on there, mm-hmm. and a lot of them that are witches, apparently they grew up Catholic, and they said a lot of what the Catholic Church does is in the witchcraft part of the side of things that they still do in witchcraft. Hmm. So, I don't know. Well, very ritualistic, sure. Yeah. 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 I get it. Hey guys, if there's any Catholics out there listening, I'd love to have a talk. Get you on and just talk about things. Maybe clear some things up on your end so us people that aren't Catholic understand a little better. It's just, I don't know, there's a lot of maybe misunderstanding. Hopefully that's all it is, but I don't know. I, I might be able to help you with that. We have a friend that we game with on Monday that's Catholic. Yeah. That would be fun to interact with her. Yeah, yeah. Because she's she's a good person and yeah. she's pretty open minded. It's not that she'd take offense by being honest, yeah. but yeah. she'd tell you yeah. what the Catholic. It's like I, I have a lot of friends that are Catholic, but I, mm-hmm. I don't know if they'd ever get on and discuss yeah. with us. Yeah. Or it doesn't seem like a lot of them actually even know what's in the Bible. Like there's people at mm-hmm. uh, work, but they don't know what's in the Bible. They're just like we weren't taught. We just went off with the guy at the moment yeah. and said, mm-hmm. "That's not what you're supposed to do. Either. You're supposed to get yeah. into that." Bible. Right. Um, I see you got your Bible, Chris. Mm-hmm. What did you have to feel well, compelled to look up and tell us? I wanted to look at Acts chapter 10 because this is the... Looks old. American Standard. It's funny, this Bible was given to me by my mom when my dad passed away. Yeah. But this Bible originally was from the pastor of the church that I got my my salvation from, my test. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. This was pastor. His name was Larry. So this Bible's been around. <laughs> I just want to look and see what the uh, this verse so says. Acts chapter ten, verse eleven is where I was reading from. Okay. Eleven to like fourteen or fifteen or something like that. Yeah, it's fairly close, but that's what I expect. I just I'd recently gotten this Bible out because I had another Bible and I think that one got destroyed. So I was looking at this one to see what it said on that. It's interesting to see the different wordings and all yeah. the different types of Bibles. They all, they all stick to the same concept of everything. It's just like some of the Hebrew, Greek, or Aramaic translations can differ to like multiple different kinds of English words that mean the same darn thing. Yeah. Yeah. My original Bible that I got from my church was also the ASB. And um, that's like the only one that I really owned. Like, I think I had a study Bible at one point that I was gifted by a family member, but I don't know where that one's at. After we moved. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's like the only one that I've had. But now I have a couple in my Amazon cart. And I'm like, next paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got another um, study Bible coming that yeah. I'm really interested in. Because it's supposed to have like 
comparisons to other versions mm. of oh, other okay. translations. That's cool. My mom used to have one of those. It was called a Rainbow Bible. It had like four different translations, and mm. each page. I think each page oh, had yeah. two. I and saw they were, one of those. They were different colors. The different translations. Yeah. My mom used to have one of those. Oh, I, she still I does. considered when getting putting one of those in my car because I'm like that would be really cool because it was like. NLT, ASB, um, King James, then something else. But yeah. it was just like, that would be kind of interesting to see all of them side by Ooh. side. Yeah, and each, each translation was a different color, if I remember correctly, because that way it was easy to tell. Yeah. And it was the same verses side by side. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it was four different translations on in that book. Right. So. Well, what I like about my NLT is it actually pulls up the Hebrew words, the original Hebrew words. It'll have it down at the bottom of the page, so you can actually see the original context. Yeah. Like what? Like this word doesn't make sense. I'll have an asterisk next to it, go down to the Hebrew and read the definition of it, or the Greek or the Aramaic, whatever word it was in. Yeah. You just got you got me thinking about how we have all the different uh, translations, like you said, the NIV, uh, ESV, whatever. People will use that as a main argument to try to disprove the Bible. Mm-hmm. But when we found the, uh, the what the Dead Sea Scrolls, mm-hmm. uh, they were all original Bible, and tr- those translated directly correlate with every Bible we have today. Mm-hmm. So it just proves it. So yeah, uh, <laughs> that's how my mind is. I'm sure you guys have noticed that on the podcast that you listen to. I bounce everywhere. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> What's your testimony? <laughs> I guess I've always had, kind of had a, 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 a try again, reset on the brain. Had uh, confusion on what exactly is testimony. Is that just a point in time where you finally accept it, or is it your whole story coming up to that point? Because my whole story is super long. It can be both. I think it can yeah, be both. There can be a short version and a long version. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of gave my long version. And you can also have a testimony just for a certain event that's not salvation testimony. It that's could be like the point in your life that was pivoting. Because mm-hmm. I know there's uh, certain points of the, my whole story that I want to save for kind of October. For that like kind of Halloweenish mm-hmm. type of episodes, I want to get Brad on for that too because there's yeah. a, there's a lot of like uh, spiritual things that happen. Like I told Dalton one day that I knew evil existed before I knew God existed. Mm-hmm. So that there's a I guess a foreshadowing thing yeah. there, whatever you want to say. There's lots of spiritual, <laughs> spooky stuff happened in my life, but uh, oh, I never really thought of my personal testimony. No? Now's the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Now's the time, Jake. You're on the spot. Um, <laughs> it's okay. You put us on the spot first. Yeah. <laughs> Turn about careful from your play. Guess first. You know, it's just manners, right? right. Um, you should have yours all thought out. <laughs> see, I've, I've thought about that before, and I always had a hard time. It's like, I don't know how far back to go. Yeah. Or you could um, just go to the point where you knew that you were going to become saved. Okay, so like, I'll start off with the one, the one that it, my mom kind of had me baptized, or somewhat, at the Methodist Church. I don't know if you were, were you there for that? So I think I... I knew God existed. I didn't really know about Jesus. Like, I, he was kind of like, oh, there was Jesus. That's like all how I kind of was. Mm-hmm. I think I only did it was to like kind of make my mom happy. Mm-hmm. So once I actually started falling head over heels into the Bible and for Jesus and all that, 
I realized that that wasn't right. And so, like, I told Dalton, I don't know, how long ago was that? It's like, I want to get rebaptized. That happened in April, so. Well, no, it was like a year before that that I started talking about uh, it, right? Yeah. So, I don't know, it was like when we started going to this church again, I started realizing a lot of things. And the way I researched, just started delving into a lot of different things. And <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my testimony. <laughs> my testimony um, I think maybe the children's church had a lot of help with that too because I you know for me it's like I need to get better at this to help them understand um, and I think the one thing that solidified it should I, tell, should I talk about that dream I had you can. I can't. Woo. <laughs> no, this way now. No. Well, now you're off screen. I just want to see how big my head is. <laughs> how huge I am compared to you. <laughs> oh. I think eventually, like when it does come to that October episode, I will definitely go delve more into my past. And the. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just say at one point we had to have three priests at a house because some bad things were happening. Um. But, wow, I just kind of went back there. Um, so I'm just going to stick to the more recent side of things before I got baptized again. Um, I, when I pray, I normally pray for people to have a burning bush moment. It's like I never thought I had to have one. And then for some reason I did one night. And I'm, I'm going to pull it up so make sure I tell it correctly. You took notes. After. I wrote it down right away. Um in my documents here. The only other person besides Shawnee that sees well, no, I sent it to Dalton. Yeah. And but you talked it through with Holly. Yeah, talked it through with Holly. Where is it? That's my whole deal on teaching about Jesus' death. That's not it. <laughs> I lost it. By the way, I thought you did a good job on teaching that to the kids. Dude, I was topic. so... It's a super hard topic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that I, I got distracted a lot by the kids. Mm-hmm. They were asking a lot of questions. Some mm. were really good questions. Well, that's my beekeeping book I'm writing. That's not what I want. I'll just try to go with what I remember. Yeah. So, in my dream, there started... I was, like, kind of in the present. I was, I was there with this kind of, like, bright place... And there was these two, I guess, individuals that were kind of like uh, children is what I would see them as, talking to somebody that I couldn't see their face because it was just so bright. Like it was, It's like someone had a fog light or something just flashing your eyes. It was the most pure light you'd ever seen, just super bright. But you could look at it at the same time, but you just couldn't see. And it was talking to these kids and telling them all about, I'd say, the Gospels and the whole story and all that. And uh, uh, eventually asked the kids, you know, would you follow me? And the one kid was super eager and like, yes, you know, I will do what you want. The other one wanted to, like I could feel what it wanted, I could feel it. It wanted to, but it had some like a pullback at the same time. And then this, the being that I finally figured out who it was, but looked straight at me and said, just commanded me to follow him. And like instantly I knew who that was. <laughs> I'm getting all choked up here. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I haven't talked about it besides shouting out aloud. It's all right. It's all right. 
I instantly knew it was Jesus talking to me. And it's like, okay, so those two people, those two kids were me. It's like where half of me was like, yes, but half of me was holding back. It's like, I need to be all for him. Mm-hmm. So and he, I was, it was like I was commanded to do it. So, yeah. Hmm. Sorry, guys. That's okay. No, that's <laughs> okay. Completely understandable. That's a but big then, thing. Yeah. I had to research that too. To ever other people having dreams. He researches everything. Yes. <laughs> I got to validate things. And apparently, other people have had similar dreams of Jesus to where they can't see his face. It's this mm-hmm. bright light, mm-hmm. but they just know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so that wasn't just some random dream I had. Yeah. <laughs> right. Usually, prophetic dreams are different. I've had quite a few prophetic dreams and some of them are completely literal and things happen exactly the the way they do in the dream that I had. Sometimes they are more um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Figurative. They don't exactly go along with it. Um, My mom, when I was a kid, she had uh, a fibromyalgia chronic fatigue she still has it but she was working on trying to get her disability for chronic fatigue fibromyalgia because she couldn't work and uh, I had a dream that we were standing in the kitchen the the mailman came and the, the driveway was really long and the mailbox was at the end of the driveway and uh, she sent me out to get the mail and her disability uh, confirmation letter that she received it was in the mail and I woke up the next day and I knew I knew that I knew that I knew that she was going to win her disability and I told her I said mom stop worrying about it God's got it it's going to be your information is going to be coming and it showed up like a week later the the letter that said that this is this is going to happen that's awesome so yeah, and I've had other dreams that have been a lot more figurative um, about different things. Um, I had one when I was in high school, and this one's kind of graphic. Um, I was at some of it's just weird, but I was yeah, at. I'm all about the weird. So. I was at my I was at my house, and uh, I had a friend over. At the time, I was going to school in Atchison, and this was a friend from Atchison, but um, on the weekends, we'd go home to Kansas City. Um, And in the dream, my friend was there at at the house, and um, she came over to the counter, this counter that wasn't actually in our kitchen, that had a meat grinder on it. And she threw a child on the counter, and she's like, I want a pound of hamburger. And she ran this child through the grinder. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, in that one, there was a bunch of other weird stuff. Like there was a guy that was in the vegetable drawer of the refrigerator that was laying on a piece of roast beef covered up with a piece of lettuce that was wearing, like, suspenders and nerdy glasses and silly <laughs> stuff like that. There were um, neon green basketball-sized spiders that were in the backyard, oh and there were hundreds of Rottweiler puppies in the backyard. So, like, all of that stuff was just weird, random crap from my mind. But that friend of mine, she later, she got pregnant, and she had an abortion. And that was, you know, 
that part of the dream because I kept, couldn't stop thinking about that part of the dream. Mm-hmm. And that was a figurative that, you know, this is going to happen to her, but I didn't understand it at the time. Yeah. And she wasn't... She wasn't dating anybody. She wasn't being promiscuous at the time. You know, it wasn't anything that I could understand because I was only like 14. Yeah. But but that part of the dream, that was prophetic. Yeah. yeah. And that part stood out to you. Yeah, and it did. Wow. So I've had both. But the part the parts of, of the dreams or full dreams that are prophetic, in my experience, have been very you know, you know that you know that you know that there's something different about this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's really hard to explain if you haven't experienced it before. Yeah. So, it's kind of like when my grandpa passed away from lung cancer. I knew before my mom called us, mm-hmm. it's like I had a dream or something about it, but I, I knew beforehand, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, getting, getting me prepared for that so that I wasn't so, I guess, overcome with emotion when I was a kid with that one because I, I don't know if my mom could have handled that. Yeah. All his kids falling apart when she's already falling apart, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I was then to go further with it. I was uh, testimony wise. Sorry, it was one day we were singing uh, that like uh, your was it your good good father. When I realized finally that God has always been there through all the evil things, I started realizing the things that have happened that He was there protecting and doing things against the evil that I didn't understand and realize that yes he was there just because I didn't have a biological dad with me didn't mean I didn't have my father there yeah I think that was the first time I ever cried in church too no but it was like I teared up before but no that one had me crying like full on yeah snot and tears (laughs) yeah I'm okay you keep looking at me all concerned here. I'm okay. It's a little red, but I'm okay. I can really, I can really feel for you on the whole crying at church thing because after my brother passed, my brother and I were basically like twins, even though it was four years apart. We were, yeah. we were the only siblings. We, we didn't have to talk. We could just look at each other and know what, what we were thinking. And that, that year after he passed, every Sunday I went to church. I just get hit. And I just sob, and it sucks. Because, you know, I go with her knowing I'm going to cry. You know, all these people are going to see me, but I'm just like, I need to be healed, so I have to just tough it out. But, you know, every time you get in the car, you're like... (sighs) Prepare yourself. (laughs) Here we go. Yeah, you're just getting ready. And it it, it was rough, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah, because we only went, like, maybe one Sunday a month then. Yeah. Because I just, yeah, I was a mess. Because I'm terrible at waking up. Terrible <laughs> at waking up. Me too. He has to wake me up. And so if he was too down to go to church, then we no, didn't go I because didn't, yeah. I didn't wake up. <laughs> so, yeah. And then you had the question of was there ever a point of like where you fell away from the church, whatever? Mm-hmm. Fell away from it. I think I did when our uh, brother in law passed away. Yeah. From his self inflicted oh. deal and like um, you can I, say it from his suicide yeah and I think I was mad at God even though I knew I shouldn't have been and that's when I started delving into a lot of the uh, mythological things where I was uh, researching Odin and Tor and all that okay. stuff because mm-hmm. it is my genetic ancestry is that entire region mm-hmm. 
like straight up it's all nordic but mm-hmm. so i was i don't know i was all falling into that then i, I don't know ronan pulled me out of that when he started asking questions about god and jesus and all mm-hmm. that and pulled me out so, so that was definitely a time that i fell away yeah <sighs> <laughs> got real silent there but so everyone out there listening you can fall away and come back you're going to be welcome back yeah yeah yeah. And if you walk into a church that doesn't welcome you, go somewhere else. Exactly. Yes. Come to Abundant Life in Grand Island, Nebraska. We'll love on you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Apparently, um, there is another Abundant Life church in Kansas City, Missouri, that my cousin goes to, and it sounds a lot like ours, which is great. <laughs> That's cool. extremely so, similar to ours. Yeah, so we were kind of curious if there was kind of any kind of affiliation or anything, but... Um, See, so I thought there was between the Abundant today. Lives that they had affiliations with each other. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the so. the churches that are were affiliated with or with. I don't remember the name of the the group. Isn't mm-hmm. it uh, Open Bible? I, I don't remember. Yeah. Have to ask somebody that yeah. remembers titles and stuff. Sometime we'll have to track somebody down who knows. Um, yeah. They've talked that about it. They've talked about it um, before during services. Like when we were going through the transition with Jay, they talked about the organization. Oh, yeah. But I don't remember. I thought they mentioned other Abundant Life churches when they were talking about that at one point. Yeah, I don't know if they're all called Abundant Life or what mm-hmm. they're called, yeah. but... I don't think they all are. I, I, I was think, under the impression that they aren't, but I have no idea. There might be others that are, though. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's cool if that church is called Abundant Life and yeah. they have, like, our same exact ideals of this so church. So if you're in Kansas City, Missouri, <laughs> there's one that you can go to. <laughs> yeah. Oh. One recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> At least it seems like it anyway. Yeah. I mean, from everything that she said, it was it, it's a lot like hers. So there are a few of them on YouTube too, because if you if you're looking for abundant life, others come up. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ours specifically is abundant life. GI, I believe. GI, yeah. ALCGI. I think. Yeah. Abundant Life Christian Center. GIZA.com, so ALCCGI. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't changed that name because I thought they were um, dropping the Christian Center. Part there's of been it. talks, but I don't think it's official or they have. It, it is also, a lot of work to change yeah, all they, of your contact information. It's right. also all on the, the websites, the website addresses. Yeah. ALCCGI.com. Yeah. So even if maybe you don't specifically say Christian Center after it mm-hmm. all the time. Like, it, it takes a lot of work to change all of that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're a great island, stop by. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a hug. I don't care. Um, if you got kids, we'll love on them, too. We'll have fun in the children's ministry, dancing and learning about Christ and God. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit. Don't forget Him. Everyone seems to always forget the Holy Spirit when they talk about things. Or like, once again, I had to research what they used to, how it was pronounced back in the old days. Uh, Rau Kakodesh was a Holy Spirit in Hebrew. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh. Just like Yeshua and Yahweh and all that good stuff. 
He's, he's like the silent part of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's like, it seems like he's the most like, well, don't do that. I'm gonna convict you. Yeah, yeah very active. If you're exactly. if you're listening, you'll yeah, yeah. He's very very active. I had explained to Rona one day. I'm like, have you ever done something, bud, that you feel like you shouldn't very strongly? He goes, yeah. Like, That's probably the Holy Spirit sitting there telling you mm-hmm. to not do that. Yeah. And that was one that that incident where he got grounded last. Yeah. He let um, out a uh, different person influence him to doing something he shouldn't have done. And he knew he shouldn't have because he got in trouble for it before. No. no. See, that's part of the thing, though. You have the choice. Well, God, it was a good lesson on peer pressure, too. Yeah. Yeah. But you, the Holy Spirit, you always have the choice to do what God or the Holy Spirit wants you to do, but you have the choice to do the other thing. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> yeah. 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 You have the choice. Yeah. And if you're listening, you'll feel the prompting. You'll. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it is still your choice whether mm-hmm. to obey or not. Yep. That's another thing people bring up too. Well, if God knows what you're gonna what you're gonna choose, well, then why does He ever give you the choice or not? It's like I I, I came to the thought process of. God knows all the outcomes of all your choices, but he want, he'd rather you choose this one route, mm-hmm, but he right. knows that you can go this other way. He knows what's going to happen there. Yeah. It's hard for people, uh, like a hard concept to understand. Mm-hmm. I think sci-fi kind of helps with that concept a little bit, though, with all of, like, the multiverse and mm-hmm. like, multi-dimensional travels and uh, like Doctor Who stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. like, if you think about it that way, mm-hmm. then it's like, he already knows all of these different things that could lead you here, 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 here. Yeah, he wants you to take this path. Like, this not the ideal this one. path. <laughs> but he also knows that you might end up over here. Yeah. yeah but but it's way dependent back. on your choices where you end up. Yeah. But there's always a way back to where he wants you to be. Sometimes, depending on the choices you make, it may take years. Yeah. But there's always a route back. Yeah. And you may miss out on blessings. You may miss out on certain things. But yeah. there is always a path back. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I've learned. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. He wants you to come back. <laughs> yeah. Well... Do you have any final words? We're over an hour and ten minutes now. I don't know how much editing I actually need to do on this besides maybe some vocal stuff on the mic, but yeah, it's been a good one. I really enjoyed having you guys. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was fun. I hope we're on later on, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> These two are some awesome people. They're probably some of our favorite people in the church. So. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, we love you guys. And do we end it with the closing prayer? Do you wanna? I guess I can. <laughs> uh, do you guys wanna do one? <laughs> I can. I, I don't know. Right, yeah. All right, Chris, rock it out. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the blessings that you give us. And we thank you that you give us that we have free will to make choices. And we know that you will continue to bless us and give us strength when we need it. In your holy and blessed name, amen. Amen. All right. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.